0: for in-season strength training tips. Hey gang, just a reminder, summer is here, more or less, and with it, there are some hot and thirsty days. The problem is carrying that drink can be a complete hassle, especially during your runs, or if you're like me, you just have one water bottle on your mountain bike. Well, fortunately, Camelback has a range of products to fit your hydration needs. Now, if you've listened to my last tip cast, then you know I recently unpacked a slew of new products, including the Circuit Vest with a 1.5 liter bladder. That's about 48 ounces, American. I recently had an ample time to test this out in my recent Xterra. And despite being designed just for running, This now is my new go-to camelback for off-road racing. Now, unlike my old razor, which extends down my back, the circuit sits higher up and requires zero adjustment when I get on the bike. Even better, I don't need any chest straps to keep it stable. The verdict, the the vest is comfortable. It doesn't flop around at all. Uh, And the new hose and mouthpiece offer really massive flow for easy drinking. Bladder is also very easy to fill and clean. So if you want to know more about this product, head on over to www camelback.com that's www dot dot com Hey there folks. This week I'm going to be recording from Denver, Colorado, where I'll be attending this year's American College Sports Medicine annual meeting. And as I pick up some of the latest science, I'll be bringing that knowledge back to you later this summer. However, with the season really ramping up, I decided to kind of flip some of my shows and talk about in-season strength training this episode. And then I'm going to cover first-time triathlons on TipCast 105, which should be dropping June 2nd. Now, a few caveats are needed before I kind of go into my uh, tips here because the overriding theme for these tips are for individuals who either have limited amounts of time to strength train or ended their strength training a month or more ago. If you're someone who has continued a more strenuous training program, you may find some of these tips less helpful. Nonetheless, the overarching objective for in season strength training is to not let the strength training actually get in the way of your best training or your race goals outside of that here are my main tips to make the most of your strength training tip number one first and foremost do no harm seriously the last thing you want is for your strength training to interfere with your most important training and sore legs or even worse an injury in the weight room is really going to be a disaster for you. So when in doubt, go easier, go lighter, maybe do a few extra reps. Uh, And we haven't talked a lot about this on the the podcast, but a lot of new research does really support this idea that as long as you lift to fatigue, uh, you can actually improve both uh, the muscle hypertrophy or size as well as strength. But here again, we want to focus on just trying to get the muscles activated And so we don't really need uh, a program that's going to be super, super strenuous. Tip number two, strength training should focus, first and foremost, on injury prevention and then performance. Recall back to prior tipcasts where I've discussed research showing the difference between Olympic medalists and non-medalists really having this availability to train, i.e. the ones that were able to medal were the ones that weren't injured or sick, uh, for most of the, 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 the prep time for the year before the Olympics. So you've really got to be there and be training in order to get the most out. Now basic strength training helps to reduce injury by reducing imbalances and even improving movement patterns. We often think of these movement issues as motor control issues because our muscles need to activate or turn on or fire on cue to create the most efficient movement, which means preventing other unwanted movement, and that's really what we're aiming for. Number three, opposition is attractive. Okay, so bad puns aside, your strength training really needs to focus on things that do not reflect your usual training. Okay, running and cycling typically focus on unilateral movement, that's movement in one direction, one plane, and they neglect uh, a lot of hip strength development in swimming. Um, you you involve a lot of overhead movement where the shoulders develop lots of mobility, but they also lose overall stability. So here we want to target lots more work on the hips, mainly with a lot of single leg uh, work, so lunges, step-ups, a single leg deadlifts, so on and so forth, and overhead carries rather than actual lifts, and posterior pulling movements like rows. Again, we're trying to offset what we've already maximized in in the activity and particularly with swimming or you know if you're in a sport like you know baseball or you know volleyball or tennis you know all all that overhead movement again will create imbalances and we want to really try to work on the muscles that that are going to help to offset that. Number four strength training post endurance training uh, can really help to reduce the interference with the activity, and offset the imbalances. Now, now the, the, he, you know, this one gets a little tricky because a lot of times we say, well, you know, we don't want to train beforehand because that will mess up the quality of your training session. But oftentimes we think of, you know, the last training stimulus as being the one that your body adapts to. So, again, I think that if you're going to train post-endurance, you really want to try to work on, you know, maybe lighter activity or lighter weights, um, but really focus on on offsetting those imbalances. And this is often most practical for folks that are tight on time, um, you know, particularly if you're swimming and they swim at a facility with a gym, okay, which is like me, you know, it's pretty easy to get out of your workout uh, and then get into the weight room and add an extra 15, 20 minutes of strength training um, one or two times a week. That's pretty easy for me to do rather than trying to set aside a whole uh, you know, weight training session on its own. Uh, and again, forget lots of heavy weights and long rest periods and really focus on the quality. Keep moving, doing three or four exercises together in a cluster before starting at the top again with your second set. Here you can easily target the whole body with three or four sets in each workout uh, and get a lot more done in that short period of time. And number five, quality strength, tra- uh, strength training requires quality movement. If you can't move well enough to use good technique, then chances are your sport training looks equally bad. Uh, you don't want to build fitness on dysfunction. Remember, you've got to move well and then move often. So if you're having a struggle in the weight training room during doing certain movements, might be a good idea to talk with. Uh, you know, a strength professional, physical therapist, somebody to help you address those issues before you actually add more training. Well, that's it for TipCast 104. If you want to learn more about this topic or others, or you have your own questions, you can email me at ESPPodcast at gmail.com. That's ESPPodcast at gmail.com. You can he- also head over to the website, www.espanswers.com, and there, you can donate at the donate button. And on our next tip cast, I'll be talking about do's and don'ts for your first triathlon or perhaps your return triathlon. Until then, if you're not thinking ahead, you're falling behind. Later.